of Tri-iPod, the MD-PhD admissions podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Fulford, and with me today is another member of our alumni, Dr. Michael Shiloh. Welcome. Thank you. So, Dr. Shiloh, uh, what do you do and why? I am an assistant professor at the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center. I am an infectious disease doctor and a uh, biomedical researcher. I spend eight weeks a year uh, attending on an inpatient infectious disease consult service, and the remainder of my time is spent as a principal investigator of an infectious disease research lab. Great. So uh, thinking back to your time at TriI, um, I'm not sure. How long ago were you as an MD-PhD student, if I may ask? I matriculated in 1993, okay. uh, around the time when the program was uh, initially uh, joined together, and I graduated in 2001. Great. So if you can think back for a second to that time in your life, um, what experiences did you bring with you to uh, the tri-institutional program as a first year, um, if you felt like prepared or any amount of culture shock or any adjustments you had to make when you were first year? Uh, as a first year, I actually felt uh, extremely well prepared. I was an undergraduate uh, student at Penn State University, and I majored in chemistry uh, My with sort of a interest in bioorganic chemistry, so some a hybrid between chemistry and biochemistry. I took many upper-level chemistry, biochemistry classes, but I also took some other advanced biology classes like immunology. And so that prepared me quite well for the first year of medical school. Many of the classes, biochemistry, immunology, et cetera, were remarkably similar. Uh, obviously, things like human anatomy were not. Um, but I felt like the educational background that I had with my um, college major prepared me quite well uh, for that. Okay. Um, so in the course of your studies as an MD-PhD student, um, especially with all the transitions that one has to make from the initial years of medical school to the uh, work in the, in the thesis lab, then the return to clerkships, um, how did you weather the transitions, either personally or professionally, um, in the course of earning your degrees? So I think that the almost the easiest transition was going from medical school to, to the lab. Uh, it felt natural. It felt like a home. Uh, there was a lot less pressure to be prepared to study for an exam every week or every other week. Uh, and it, it was really uh, very comfortable to make that transition from being a full-time medical student to being a full-time graduate student. The Definitely the... the um, I'd say the two most challenging transitions were going from graduate school to back to the clinics, and then ultimately the transition from being a, uh, when I already had finished internship and residency and fellowship, going back to the lab at that point was difficult as well for different reasons. The first transition from uh, graduate school to medical school was challenging uh, not necessarily for the reason that people think. Many people are afraid because they're worried they'll for, they've forgotten clinical medicine or they won't uh, 
be at the same level as a medical student. Uh, and that was definitely a concern of mine. But what I found the hardest transition was that whereas graduate school trains you to think really critically and to question everything, every experiment, uh, every result, but also to question your colleagues critically about their experiments and their results, um, medicine, broadly speaking, and I, I use that to describe all aspects of medicine, is a, while it is important to be a critical thinker, you're, it's difficult as a student to, to necessarily critique an intern or resident about their uh, diagnostic approach. You, you're sort of part of a team, and you have to learn to accept that you are uh, just a, a valuable team member, but that you, your voice has to be uh, carefully controlled. And so that was difficult because as a, as a scientist you, and in, in an environment where you can uh, critically analyze your own work but also everyone else's work, your mind is always on that uh, razor's edge, but as a, as a practitioner of medicine, you have to control that, and it, that was a challenging to me from a purely intellectual standpoint. The second transition after residency and fellowship to the lab was difficult, mainly because I was rusty. I hadn't been in a lab for four or five years, and I was both mentally rusty as well as physically rusty with respect to my ability to do experiments. So it took several months to get back into the groove, but those were the two most challenging transitions for me. It's interesting you mention uh, teamwork. I think that leads into my next question. Um, how well did you feel that you were supported through these transitions, either by the administration or by uh, your peers, um, anyone you worked with in the lab, faculty members, that sort of thing? The... I, 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 each person, you know, navigates this course on the, in a way that's unique to them. Uh, some people find it easier to transition, make these transitions. Others find it equally challenging. I think there was a lot of value in um, essentially commiserating with other MD-PhD students who were uh, returning to the clinics at the same time. Um, we did every year have a... a essentially a refresher course um, uh, for us where senior students would guide us into the kinds of uh, important things that we needed to remember when we were going back to the clinics. And so we had that at the time. Things might be different now, but back then we had a little bit of guidance from our senior students. And so that helped a lot. But I think the most helpful thing was just having conversations with other students that were going through the process at the same time. Uh, going back into the lab eventually as a, you know, ID fellow, that was a little bit more um, isolated because at that point you're sort of just, you're really, that, that, that time is really your own. Um, so I felt supported by the, the program in the sense that there were senior students who could help provide advice as well as contemporaries who could uh, empathize with the situation as well. Okay, so um, you mentioned empathy and support. Um, what is your relationship to the program or your, your education in general looking back as someone who has graduated and who is at the point in your career where you are? Well, I, uh, I feel that my uh, time in the Transitutional MBPQ program was extraordinarily valuable. I uh, was 
absolutely supported by uh, the program during my time and certainly afterwards with respect to um, being able to uh, get into a, a fantastic residency program, uh, I ended up matching in internal medicine at UCSF, which is one of the uh, which is one of the um, more sought-after residency programs, um, which then led to an uh, infectious disease fellowship at the same place. And so, I think overall, the 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 leadership has been extraordinarily supportive of alumni um, along the way. Um, and so I'm always very positive about my experience and uh, feel that um, I made a very good choice at the time when I joined uh, back in 1993. Okay, so um, unless you have any other stray thoughts, I tend to close these discussions with uh, any advice you might give to either uh, your, your past self or an incoming student in a similar sort of mindset that you were? Uh, the advice I would give is that um, I think people don't realize what a privilege it is to be a, uh, a student. They're always looking towards the end, the end goal, publish a paper, uh, achieve the Ph.D. Um, but in a way, it's an, it should be a very enjoyable and almost low-stress period because you're doing something that you enjoy. You're doing science for the sake of it. You hopefully will make some fantastic discovery. And so instead of looking at it as, as a goal-directed uh, time, to look at it as a, a period of growth, of personal growth, and to learn as much as possible and to enjoy it as much as possible, because each step along the way becomes a little bit more um, stressful and, and uh, there's, a, there's less of a time to, to, in essence, you know, smell the roses. You're, when you're a postdoc, you want to do important science, but you're also worried that you want to discover something so awesome and publish a really great paper that will then get you a faculty job. When you're faculty, you're doing the same thing, but now you're trying to do work that will help you um, achieve tenure or get grant funding. But as a student, you really are in a position to learn and enjoy science, and I think that's something that I would tell myself uh, would be to try to take the opportunity to enjoy it more and not worry so much about the the output, but really about the the process. I think that's really great advice. Um, I can already think of uh, current students who could definitely benefit from hearing that. Thank you so much, Dr. Shiloh. Thank you for uh, having me. 